All right, before we get to this week's uh, Tales from the Attic episode, I just wanted to remind everyone that the three-way fundraiser uh, supporting relief efforts uh, for uh, Superstorm Sandy victims, uh, artist J.K. Woodward, who lost his home due to Superstorm Sandy, and uh, fundraising for our podcast here, the Black Box Podcast, which supports... The Black Box Podcast, Tales from the Attic, and Carol Chronicles. Um, we're still raising uh, money for all three. Um, proceeds will be split 33%, 33%, 34% down the line. So pretty much everybody um, gets the same chunk evenly. Um, for more information on the fundraiser, you can listen to the previous uh, podcast just called uh, the Special Announcement. And also you can find out more information about all this on seanrprior.blogspot.com, S-H-A-W-N. Followed by the letter R, prior, prior, as in Richard Pryor, P-R-Y-O-R, dot blogspot dot com. And uh, we are going to be doing the fundraiser through Friday. And we also have some auctions available on eBay uh, that will be running through Thursday. Once again, more information on this is at seanrpryor.blogspot.com. And you can also check out the special announcement episode uh, that is literally right before this episode of Tales from the Attic on the HHW LOD podcast network, um, HHWLOD, uh, sorry, HHWLOD.com. Or you can go to iTunes and look us up under the PKD Black Box and get it there too. Uh, Thanks again. And now, Tales from the Attic. to another exciting episode of Tales from the Attic. Hi, I'm your host, Donnie Salvo. And if you're new to these here parts, ding-a-dang-dang-ding-doo-doo. Um, this is, this is a dilly, yo. I go up into my attic, I reach into a long box, I grab a random comic, I read it, I go through it with you... And we have fun. We have great times and stuff. And sometimes you'll be like, I remember reading that comic, or I can't believe he bought that piece of sh- sh- poop. Um, but before we get started, of course, what do we have to do? We have to talk about our sponsor. And as always, Tales from the Attic is sponsored by DCBService.com. DCBS is your online comic book source, sir, or madam, or whatever humanoid if this blasts out in the space whoever you can get from anywhere between 40 to 75 percent off what yeah yep it's true it's dang true sometimes they do specials where they'll have like a uh, uh, a whole block of comics for half off or you know if you I know they did that in the past with the DC 52. We got all 52 issues. It was half off. So well, that was crazy, right? 
They do stuff like that all the time. DCBService.com. I have been a customer for years, no problems whatsoever. I actually do monthly shipping. You could do weekly. I used to do that. You could do twice weekly. I used to do that. You could do monthly. I do that now. And uh, it's just great. It's it's just you wake up one, one morning or one afternoon and you look on your porch and there's a box full of comics. And, I mean, what's better than that? Nothing. You save a lot of money so you can read more. You could just absorb and love this medium like the good people at DCB Service do. So DCBService.com. Go there. Do it now. All right. And our issue this week, this, did I say this or this? This week is a book I admit I have never, ever, ever read before in my entire comic reading career. Um, it's considered a great book, one of the very first major indie comics. Um, it went on for a long time. Do you know what I'm talking about? And I have to say, I've never read it. I found this one issue uh, at a f- local flea market for 25 cents. Uh, it's in real good shape, actually. There's no tears or anything on it. And that is Cerebus, number 153. So, you know, for a long-running series that I've never read before, why not jump in at 153? I think it ended at, like... I might be wrong. I'm talking out of turn here, people. I, I think it ended in the 180s. I'm not sure. Uh, hey, if you know, let me know. And then we'll all know. And knowing is half the battle. So here we go. Cerebus 153. This is in December of... Oh, I just hit my hand on my keyboard. I'm sure you all heard that. Of 1991. That was a year I graduated high school. I had flowing long hair. Skinny. Oh. Those were the days. And you know you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Okay, never mind. Um, Cerebus, 153, December 1991. And we have a... This book is in all black and white. Uh, and... There's a small hand reaching what looks like a ladder. And the next panel, there's a pissed-off aardvark. Because that's what Cerebus is about, about an aardvark. And um, he, he has a doll in his mouth. And it looks like he's climbing up this ladder with this doll in his mouth. And he reaches the top of the ladder and he puts his hand. It looks like it might be a window cell, a ledge. I'm not sure. And he slaps it down. And... And then he, he looks like he's climbing up something else, but it's weird. It's like windows. It's it's snowing out. Uh, there's a dude in a white hood. Uh, people are yelling, Hail Cerebus, Hail Cerebus, Hail Cerebus. And uh, there's a dude in a white robe, and he says, uh, with a mask, like a ninja mask kind of, and he goes, Climbing, eh? Good, good. And then on the bottom it says, Kill him, kill him, kill him. And then... Uh, the white hooded dude is talking to another white hooded dude, and he goes, "Get a dozen soldiers, soldiers, 
on that roof immediately and another dozen underneath him in case he tries decides to backtrack so he has got a doll in his he's still climbing windowsill to windowsill the, it looks like all the townspeople are screaming hail Cerebus hail Cerebus and all the the dudes in white are screaming kill him he's got a doll in his mouth he looks like he just had the crap kicked out of him and then uh, the white dude's like this shouldn't the white hooded dude said this shouldn't take long and Cerebus is still climbing he looks got a crazy look in his eye and the, and the dude is like the ninja white ninja hooded dude goes this shouldn't take long at all Cerebus finally gets up he gets up to a Uh, he gets up to a window cell and he spits the doll out of his mouth and he's holding it and the ninja dude's looking at him and he's all citizens of it's I-E-S-T E-S-T? E-S-T? we're going to say E-S-T I-E-S-T? I-E-S-T or E-S-T what should we do? I'm confused I don't know which one to do and he holds up the doll and he goes most holy has returned and the ninja dude's like what in the and then all of a sudden, all the townspeople are like, hurrah, and they're screaming. And uh, he says, most holy has returned and brings to you the sacred word of the living Turum. And he screams with a bloody sword in his hand and a doll in his other hand. He says, vengeance. And there's just a huge scream of the crowd going, hurrah, guys. And then he's screaming, For those who would enslave East, for those who would defile the sacred city, for those who have spilled blood on, I mean, spilled Istian blood, there could be only one price which will satisfy the living term. And all the ninja dudes are looking a little nervous now. And then uh, there's like a black panel with a white light kind of ring, and it says, the two coins accelerate in their orbit, glowing ever more brightly, radiating, glistening with white brilliance. I have no idea what's going on. And then uh, Cerebus is holding up his sword. And he's like, death! And all the crazy townspeople are like, death! 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 And then there's a chick that kind of looks like Neil Gaiman's death in the last panel there, and she's just smiling. And he's yelling at the crowd. He's like, seize a weapon! A sword! A knife! An axe! Whatever you could find! And, the, and they're all like, hey. And then everybody's looking around. The ninja dude just squinted his eye, and there's a dude with an eye patch who looks worried. Another guy just goes, Brian? And it's an artist studio, and there's a naked woman smoking a cigarette in front of a tarp that looks like a window. And uh, there's a, an Italian dude that kind of looks like uh, Harpo Marx. Not Harpo, um... There's Groucho, Harpo, and... Oh, G Geppetto? Yeah, Geppetto. Marks. And he was... Uh, I think it's Geppetto. Don't yell at me. I'm I'm not, you know. And he's like, my jacket. She looks a funny. And then there's a skinny dude with a paintbrush. And he's like, hmm. Maybe we should... Maybe you should switch tailors. Oh, it's a picture of the Marks brother dude in front of the... That's what the guy was painting with the naked chick holding. They must be on a break. <laughs> Cerebus all crazy, like blood lust in his eyes and whatnot, still holding his sword and, and, and doll. And he's all, go out into the streets. And he shows people reaching under their bed for swords and going in the closet for swords and boots running. And, and like some dude is going over, on, reaching on top of like his cabinet and he's grabbing his sword and his wife's like, Brian, no. 
Some dude went in and got a butter knife. What are you going to do with a butter knife, dude? What are you going to spread him to death? Can't do nothing with a butter knife. And then another dude grabbed an axe. And all of a sudden, there's black panels, and there's like a, 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 like a, a glowing line in the middle of the black panel. And it says, the silver of white grows thin, lengthens dramatically, and it gets longer, stretching upward towards the river surface. Okay, so we might be underwater here. No clue what's going on. And it gets longer still, and there's bubbles starting to come around it. And it says, the water around it begins to boil. Oh, Snapple. And the next page... Sarah was going asshole crazy, just screaming, Take back your city! You can never take away our freedom! Alright, it's a very, it's a very Braveheart moment right now. I'm not going to lie to you. And then all these dudes and shadows of guys with knives and axes and, and buttered knives and stuff. And then that old lady's like, Brian! And then there's a the naked chick who's uh, very 70s, if you dig what I'm saying. And then they're arguing. The, the She's just smoking cigarettes. And um, the two guys are arguing. No, no, the jacket, my jacket, she looks fine. And then, um, and he goes, the way you the way you paint on my jacket, she looks so funny. And then all of a sudden there's like this little cerebus that's standing in front of this chick's face and, and holding up a sword. And it's just weird. <laughs> and she's staring at him. And the two guys are, are talking. And they're, they're like, hmm. And then she turns her back on a little miniature Cerebus. This is strange. And he's like, the, the painter's like, you mean the color or the... And then he just screams, Seth! I don't know if she checked. And he's all... Then Cerebus, back on the windowsill thingy. And he's like, kill the... Crinists. I don't know how to pronounce this word. Serenists. 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 We're going to go with Serenists. And all the townspeople are going crazy. They got bloodlust in their eyes and they're charging the ninja dudes. And one guy's riding up in a tower and he's all, Dear Lord Bed Bradford. And then he dips his ink in his quail and quill in the ink. It's a quail, like Dan Quail. And then all of a sudden he's like, Regarding your letter of. And then he looks shocked. And then someone's and then he's yelling, or someone's yelling, Clorinda! And then you hear, yes, Mrs. Thatcher. Oh boy. So the ninja dudes are just standing there, and it looks like they're wearing dresses. And one, two of them got white hoods on. Two of them got black hoods on. There's these crazy ass dudes running at them with knives and swords and butter knives and shields and stuff. Next. Dude, next panel, swear to God. Stab, R, Ga, Re, Shriek, Uh, Rip, Krang, Krang, Chop, Chink, Gut, Slice, Oof, Gut, Slice, Ai, Chop, No, No, Kang, Ching, Rip, Hack, Hack, Ai, Rip. Can't wait to see what happens. Dude, those two white ninjas and the two black hooded ninjas killed that whole running crowd. Cerebus is up there with his doll and his sword and just looks defeated. And one of them says to the other one um oh okay here we go the the leader guy ninja is yelling up at Cerebus and he goes you've nibbled at my teat long enough you little shit and he says crossbow and then another dude comes over and it looks like he got a crossbow and he goes yes general and he says can you hit the little bastard from here? And he's like, mmm, what part of him? And he says, his heart. I want a clean kill. 
And then the guy with the crossbow says, I thought you wanted something difficult, like his thumb or toenail. Watch this. And then all the townspeople that were still left, they start closing their windows and whatnot, and shutting their windows and whatnot. And the dude takes aim, and that's it. I guess you're going to have to find out what happens next issue. It's over. That is it. There's a preview in the back of this book for um, Araya Press, A Distant Soil. Number two. Short story written by Joe Duffy. And Colleen Doran, of course, who published it, drew and published this, and it looks beautiful. It's very weird. And so, there you go. 1991. How much was this in 1991? 225, boy. He was ahead of his time. So you had, that was Cerebus number 153. It was short but sweet, eh? Eh? I don't know. Um... If anybody's ever read the full series, let me know, man. Is it worth getting into? Is there, like, essentials or something I could find? Let me know. Your opinion matters to me. You could email me that opinion at donnysalvo at yahoo.com. All one word. That's donny, D-O-N-N-Y, S-A-L-V-O, at yahoo.com. And please, do me a favor. Check out our sponsor, dcbservice.com. And uh, enjoy the discounts. Enjoy them. Relax. It shouldn't be so stressful buying comics. How much do I have to spend this month? Oh my god, I can't believe they double shipped this month. You know? DCB service, man. Takes the stress right out of it and you can enjoy your hobby again. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys next time.